Thanks for joining us for the special Mideast Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mideast Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. Today, there are so many issues dividing our thoughts and it's difficult to know what's truth, what are lies, and what's the line Jesus wants us to walk. Even among believers, it can be challenging to agree on certain political issues that are meant to divide us. Stand firm on the Word of God. Be humble. Choose Jesus. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update on YouTube. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on March 7th, 2021. Saudi Arabia may not sit on the sidelines of the Abraham Accords much longer. Like the UAE, the Islamic Kingdom would reap significant economic benefits by recognizing relations with Israel. Suffice it to say, this has profound prophetic implications specifically concerning the detail in Ezekiel 38 verse 13, not to mention the prophecy in Revelation chapter 16 verses 14 through 16. Everything is going perfectly on schedule. Can can you just picture the scene? You'll forgive me for illustrating it this way, but can you just picture this scene? Iran and Russia are on the phone. Turkey's on a conference call. Did you hear about what, what they're going to do? They're going to build a, a pipeline. We can't let that happen, because 90% of our economy is based on oil exports. And if they do that, it's game over for us. So we're going to have to stop them from doing that. What are we going to do? Oh, let's, let's invade them. I wonder sometimes if they read the Bible and say, you know, we're supposed to be in Israel about right now, (laughs) according to Ezekiel 38. Again, you'll forgive the silliness with which I illustrate it. This is Bible prophecy, and it's being fulfilled in real time at breakneck speed, right before our very eyes. And here's the thing, it all ties in together. There's a, what I call this prophetic intersect. And what I mean by that is all of these prophecies are interconnected and they intersect one with the other. And their fulfillment is in concert one with the other. So you have prophecies like that of Isaiah 17.1, which intersects, connects, even is the catalyst for the prophecy in Ezekiel 38. And here's the other thing too. It's all going to happen really fast. And if you really think about it, it has to, right? There can't be like a 
pause or a downtime. It's kind of like this. It's kind of like pushing pause. I don't see that happening because fast forward has already been pushed. And if your devices are anything like mine, and I suspect that they are, the technology today is such that, I don't know, how many times does it go up to now? You can go two times, three times, fast forward, and that's how fast everything is is happening. Well, this brings us to and ties in with the third one on the list, which is that of the coming global economic collapse that will usher in the World Economic Forum's Great Reset. On Monday, Politico published an interesting article with the headline, Biden's Bubble Risk, A Reckoning in Markets as the Economy Recovers. Listen to some of what they had to say. Giant bubbles are once again inflating all over the financial world, creating a potential problem for Washington in the coming months. From meme stocks to cryptocurrencies, tech stocks, and the rage for special purpose acquisition companies, or SPACs, risks are clearly rising. Wall Street pros and Washington policymakers know that some or all of these bubbles could explode in a spectacular way. But nobody really knows what to do about it. The COVID-wracked economy still needs infusions of stimulus cash to keep millions of Americans afloat with around $2 trillion with a T dollars in additional aid. Can I just parenthetically try to put that into perspective? Trillion? Try to count to 1,000. You'll lose interest. If I try, I'll fall asleep. I mean, I just, just 1,000. Okay, 10,000. Okay, 100,000. Okay, fine. You're that good? Okay. Go to a million. Not even close. A trillion? Do you know how much that is? This is play money. And oh, by the way, it's by design. So you know, this is a controlled demolition of the global economies. And this bubble (laughs) that nobody knows what to do about, it's going to pop. And you know the pin that's going to pop it? Well, it starts with a C and ends with two numbers. It's a bizarre environment, still quoting, that's confounding even the most seasoned economists and investors. An unusual mix of sentiments seen in 1999, just before the dot-com burst. Remember that? Some of you are too young to remember stay innocent. Just, you know, (laughs) ignorance is bliss. 
the period a decade ago after the 2008-2009 financial crisis, and the early years of the roaring 20s after the pandemic a century ago, that concluded with the crash of 1929. The scenarios are hotly debated across Wall Street, and plenty of market professionals fear the market risks, listen to this, are among the greatest they've ever seen in their lives. And they're right, because it is, because it is. This ties into our fourth one. I would argue that this one is the most important of all, which is the need to be ready for increased pressure to be vaccinated. Don't you find it interesting that they're censoring only those that dare speak up and speak truth about the vaccine. We shouldn't be surprised. Last year we covered it at great length. It was known at the time in New York City as a pandemic exercise, Event 201. And I quoted from that mock simulation of a coronavirus pandemic, October 2019, weeks before a real coronavirus pandemic. And in this exercise, you had the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, you had the World Economic Forum, you had Johns Hopkins, you had all of the players that today are now implementing, and I hate to use this word, executing the plan. This is all planned. And it's been planned for many, many years, by the way. So in this simulation, they have this roundtable discussion. You can still see it online, the videos. And so they, they talk about, we need to be very careful with misinformation on social media. So we're going to have to, you know, implement certain safeguards to keep the public safe from misinformation about the World Health Organization. I mean, it reads exactly like a script, and that's what it is. I want to be careful when I say this. <laughs> Some of you are saying, why start now? <laughs> Do you know that everything you were watching on your television screen and even on your computer screen is scripted? It's like a reality TV show. And all of these people, I mean all of them, are actors that actually auditioned for the role and got it. And they're just playing their part. It's all a scripted show. So it's interesting to me that if anyone dares speak up about what's really going on, 
It's exactly like the script from Event 201. You censor them, you terminate them, you block them, and you take down their social media platforms. That in and of itself should tell you something, right? While I realize that the vaccine has been the main focus of the updates over the last several weeks, the reality is this matter is very, very serious. And it's getting even more serious seemingly with each passing day. And I'm hoping you'll just hear me out. I want to start with this commentary from the Daily Wire bearing the title, Dystopian Nightmare. Microsoft teams up with schools to create COVID daily pass for kids. Quote, Microsoft Corp has teamed up with the Los Angeles Unified School District to bring students a COVID-19 related comprehensive system called Daily Pass. The system requires children to be scanned into school with their own unique QR code, their Daily Pass. If a student doesn't have their barcode, they cannot get into school. And per the district, students will also still be wearing masks, staying six feet apart from one another, and getting temperature checks outside the school. There is also a section on the Daily Pass portal that seeks to get students and staffers vaccinated. From most at risk to least at risk, you can schedule your child's vaccination via the portal. Question, why pray tell? Is there such an urgency to get everyone vaccinated, even threatening everyone to get vaccinated, with a vaccine, apparently so safe, <laughs> for a virus that has a, what, 99.99999% recovery rate. Well, daily pass here in the U.S., it's called a green pass in Israel. On Monday, the Times of Israel reported on anti-vaccination protesters, likening the so-called green passes for those who have been inoculated against the coronavirus to the yellow stars that Nazi Germany forced on Jews during the Holocaust. At a demonstration in Tel Aviv, Several hundred people gathered to protest against the government plan, which will give green pass identification papers to those who have been vaccinated or recovered from COVID-19, granting them more access to public venues than those who refuse 
the shots. Alongside banners deploring the Green Pass system as a form of apartheid, there was also a banner equating the past to the yellow stars of the Holocaust and the numbers Nazis tattooed onto the arms of concentration camp inmates. Some people reportedly also wore yellow stars. A previous Tel Aviv rally a week earlier featured a number of people not wearing masks as well as comparisons between Israel's vaccination campaign and Nazi laws, with some wearing yellow stars of David saying, not vaccinated, meant to resemble the ones that Nazis forced Jews to wear during the Holocaust. That's where it's headed, by the way. Earlier this month, Facebook announced that it had removed a major Israeli group promoting conspiracy theories about the vaccines that had urged its thousands of members to schedule appointments to inoculate and then to cancel them at the last minute, forcing HMOs to throw out unused doses. Facebook said that the group violated its community standards regarding fake news. The removal of the group from the social media platform came after the health ministry reportedly asked Facebook to take down the posts of anti-vaxxers bragging about their exploits. The social media giant has pledged to keep anti-vaxxers and those spreading fake vaccination information off of its platform. Oh, thank you, keeping us safe. Oh, thank you so much, YouTube, Facebook, social media. What will we do without you? We would survive, actually, that's what we would do without you. <laughs> You'll forgive my cynicism. It's a sanctified cynicism, but cynicism nonetheless. And you want to know why? <laughs> it's because of this, speaking of Facebook. Project Veritas posted a YouTube video titled, Facebook CEO Mark Zuckerberg takes anti-vax stance in violation of his own platform's new policy. Pictured here is a screenshot of Zuckerberg who states, and I quote, I do just want to make sure that I share some caution on this because we just don't um, know the long-term side effects of um, basically modifying people's DNA and RNA. Did you hear what I just said? I didn't say it. Zuck no, I have said it, but that's a quote. Still quoting Zuckerberg, 
DNA is inerrant in your own nucleus cell. We um, just don't know the long-term side effects of basically modifying people's DNA and RNA to directly encode in a person's DNA and RNA, basically um, the ability to produce those antibodies, and whether that causes other mutations or other risks downstream. So there's work on both paths of vaccine development. Close quote. This quote was leaked from an insider in Facebook who supplied this to Project Veritas. And it was during Facebook's internal weekly Q&A meeting back in July 2020. Project Veritas goes on to say that last week, Facebook announced they are, quote, expanding their efforts to remove false claims on Facebook and Instagram about COVID-19 vaccines. They then quote the new policy. This is Facebook's new policy. We want to make sure that our policies help to protect people from harmful content regarding COVID-19 and vaccines. Project Veritas then says, quote, but the real kicker is right here in the policy where Facebook says it would remove any content that, quote, claims the COVID-19 vaccine changes people's DNA. Do you know which videos YouTube took down from our channel? The ones that specifically addressed and proved that this changes human DNA, and those are the ones they censored. Interesting. Even more interesting, one of those videos was from July of last year, about the same time Zuckerberg was saying the same thing that I was saying that would be censored. Well, Project Veritas goes on. We just got a new leaked tape from Zuckerberg himself, the CEO of Facebook, basically violating his own code of conduct. He would be censored on the platform today for what he said. Seems a little bit hypocritical don't you think? But then it gets better, actually gets worse. (laughs) Zuckerberg on November 30th, in a public live stream Q&A with White House medical advisor Dr. Anthony Fauci, appears to somewhat change his tune about the vaccines and their effect on DNA and RNA. Quoting, this is the interview now, live stream, November last year, Fauci, Zuckerberg, quoting Zuckerberg. And just to clear up one point, and my understanding is that these vaccines do not modify your DNA or RNA, so I think that's just um, an important point to clarify. If I'm um, getting anything wrong here, of course, correct me, but just to make that clear. 
Thanks for joining us for this special Mideast Prophecy Update edition of In Spirit and Truth. We understand how important it is to know what God's Word says, especially in our world today. All around us, we see violence and despair running seemingly unchecked. We do what we can to alleviate these crises we encounter, but all the while we know evil is waiting right around the corner. The Bible tells us that Jesus will return one day and finally wipe the enemy's influence from the face of the earth forever. This event is closer than we may think, and it's important to know what to expect. The prophecies we read in the Bible can be confusing, but they do provide us with clues as to what we'll see unfolding in our world as we near the return of our King. Each week in the Mideast Prophecy Update, Pastor J.D. takes a look at the current events happening around the globe and holds them up to the lens of God's Word. He shares what God reveals to him with you each week. This information is not meant to scare you, but rather to inspire you to take the gospel message out into the world. Every person needs to have the chance to meet Jesus before he returns and to know what his love and grace can do for them. These Mideast Prophecy Updates are available to you on our YouTube channel as well or through our mobile app. Visit InSpiritAndTruthRadio.com to find links to both. Thanks for listening today and be sure to join us for the next update right here on In Spirit and Truth.